ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we got some good shit this week. It's been a fucking crazy ass fucking week. But you already know the weekly replay is going to rewind that bitch. They going to rewind that bitch. And we're going to talk about breaking kayfabe, the sauce. We're going to talk about Zack Snyder. And then we definitely, definitely going to get into Microsoft because we ain't done with them asses yet. But you already know it's not just me because it's not one, not two, and definitely not three. Of the greatest. Well, you said definitely not three. I know I, I did. I wanted y'all to say I so. I was like, I was like, then who? It's, it's us three. They should already know it's us three. Hey, we the tag team trio champs of the world. Fuck yeah! It's a style. Yeah, that, Javelin J. Your voice like. Wait, did you say it's A-Styles? I did. I said it's A-Styles. I thought Splike said it's oh, A-Styles. I did. Oh, I did. I'm tripping. Yo. Okay. What are we coming at you with? Another episode of the weekly replay. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing good. This week, you know, we, you know, you know, it's been, you know, it's been a busy week. Actually, you know what? I forgot. I thought Thursday was Wednesday. That's how busy I've been. I mean, you know how busy uh, Styles. You already know how busy I've been. Actually, yeah, you've been you've been pretty busy, pretty busy writing yeah. and shit. Um, it's it's been you know what I'm saying it's it's a fucking crazy ass week. You know, um, I'm not happy because I got to go back to work this week, but we'll talk about that a whole different situation because you know fuck Texas. But regardless of that shit, um, we had a fucking huge week of wrestling, and I just want to get into it because. Me and Javelin kind of had a full conversation about it on Wednesday, but yo, let's get right into breaking kayfabe. So y'all already know AWB NXT this week, but we had no surprise, no surprise. surprise. Come on. After this week's, uh, this week's Wednesday show, it was just like, damn, they really facts. AEW really does know how to work with, know how to sell good tag team matches. Basically, man, I appreciate the effort they put into actually giving us a legit, authentic tag team match. Facts. That just wow me every time I watch them go at it. Facts. And like I said, me and Jeff and I already talked about it a little bit, but we had, in my opinion, two of the best fucking promos that we have heard in a long time. And it's and it's something to to it because like me and Jeff I'm talking about it, and it's like AEW has always given us good ass promos. But these two promos legitimately just like it it left me and Javelin like straight up just baffled. Ain't that right, Jay? Okay. Yes. Also, real quick, I will mention this that the MJF promo, people were saying that he stole that from EC three from way back at Impact in twenty fifteen. Oh shit, what? Yeah, so that MJF promo, uh, EC3 and fans uploaded or shared a video of EC3 back in Impact back what? in 2015. He ran a campaign that was very similar to what uh, MJF ran, and they're saying that oh, he's not original. Oh in that sense. shit! 
Yeah, he, so he called Damn. him off for imitating. I, I mean, I mean, was it a full blown imitation? Like a full copy? Not from necessarily, him? but you can feel that it's very similar. Okay, well let like, me let EC3 me put. did a good job. What's, yeah, what's wording similar. What's wording similar? In a sense, but yes and no. Like so, EC3 said he would run the company for the next three years, whereas MJF yeah. said for the next twenty five years. You know what I'm saying? Okay, oh, well we're not live right. streaming, so let me play this. We, we're allowed to play this on the podcast because again, we're not streaming, so we should be good to go. So let, let's hear. We, let's hear. Let's hear this. But what you can do for EC3. I stand here before you, not as a man, but as an ideal. Because today is a day that will live in infamy. Yeah, I miss the crowds. I miss the crowds a lot. No longer will you see EC3 as a conquering hero that he is, but you will see him as something more. A unifier with golden aspirations. Watch. Watch as I unite the divided, those that cheer and those that jeer. Those that chant, you can't wrestle, and those that chant, yes, he can. I stand here with a very important announcement to make as I am officially declaring myself the next TNA World Heavyweight Champion. EC3 2015. This is the year and this is the campaign. Historians have stated it is the title that makes the man, but I assure you that is not true. The man will soon make the title. I'm not feeling this at all. Since my debut in October of 2013, Yo, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling on him. I'm not feeling this at all. MJF, I'm sorry. That is no. 20 Hold months on. of perfection, 20 months on absolute. I have been baptized by blood, fighting off enemies in their own land, and I have defeated every TNA Hall of Famer that there is. Sting, Bully Ray, and the incumbent champion himself, Kurt Angle. There is no candidate better suited than I to hold this title, to take this company in the future for the next four, uh, hell, for the next eight years. If you feel my credentials are not enough, let's take a look at the statistics. Because EC3 2015 is a grassroots campaign, and we're going to start right here in Florida, baby. Yeah, he just, he didn't do Watch it right. Watch as I become though. champion. Projected numbers are going to take place. Because unemployment uh, will go down uh, 79%. You can cut this bit short. Okay. Damn, I didn't even notice. Sure. That was a good point, Jay. I didn't even I, notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I actually think that's a good promo for that type of heel. If he was a good guy. Yeah. Obviously, in yeah. my opinion, MJF did it way, way better because I was mentioning to Styles that wrestlers, MJF, hold on, hold on. wrestlers, when they get heated uh. and they get into their character, you'll see the little vein 
on their neck. That means it's yeah. real. The promo with the veins on right. the neck means I it's feel real you. I and feel it's going to be a good or decent promo. But anyways, go ahead, Styles. Okay, damn. I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked, though, because now – I didn't even know. I mean, I guess I, I didn't see. I didn't even know that EC3 actually did this shit. But I have to agree with with Javelin because his promo it was again fine speech, fine speech by EC3. But oh yes, I just don't think it captivated as. I don't think it was as good, and his deliverance wasn't as good. And let me let me show. Let me let, let's let's watch. Let's watch. Let's, let's hear and 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 we'll see hold the on, difference. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go. I want to make this clear. The reason why it's not as captivating as MJF's is because of the energy. Mm. MJF gives off such a personality when he delivers it that you can't Mm. help but pay attention and listen to everything that he said. Whereas Mm. EC3, he was just kind of going off. You can just tell that, you know, he's serious about it, but he just doesn't have that commanding presence when he does Mm. it. Until he mentions the names of the people that he defeated and which applies to his credentials. Then yeah. I'm listening to what EC3 saying. And then he goes on with the statistics and then I start drifting off. So, you know, but yeah, go I, ahead. I mean, I wasn't feeling like I said, I was feeling the energy from this guy. That's no. why when I was here and talking, I'm like, I wasn't feeling the energy from him compared to how MJF, when he was going on his monologue, on, I'm just like, I, I actually felt the energy from the dude. Go ahead, play. Man. Well, let, let's play it, then we talk about it. I would like to thank Mr. Tony Khan for giving me the opportunity to speak to you, Mark's people. <laughs> I meant people. <laughs> now, let's be honest See, with ourselves. We that all know wrestling really, fans really aren't all that bright. But fortunately for you, I've been given an exorbitant amount of time here tonight to force feed you all with knowledge mm-hmm. like a five-year-old being fed mac and cheese. And then we go to the oh, break. Okay, off, honey, right here, the sheet. Can you just do the world a favor? Give me a little smile, huh? Huh? You look so much prettier when you do that, honey. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, speech time, speech time. That's fucked up. Please, I love you too. Before Incorrect I start this speech, I would like yeah. to implore you, our AEW fans who we are so grateful for, please use the following hashtags. Hashtag MJF2020 and hashtag NotMyChampion. You'll find out why in a moment's time, so please bear with me. Thank you. I can't imagine what this would right be like now, in front of a live audience. I know. I'm sure you people are shocked to see me here on Dynamite two weeks in a row. Yeah, not on the sidelines, you know, with, with the bench warmers. You're doing great, by the way, guys. All Proud of you. AEW Proud of you. Damn. Now I'm sure you're asking yourself, huh? MJF, that's a really good point. Why does that always happen to you? I'll tell you. The reason I'm never spotlighted two weeks in a row is because a certain individual is afraid of being upstaged two weeks in a row. And that is why it is time for a change in leadership around here. Change. It's a powerful word I just used. I remember when this company first started, I saw men calling for change. One man in particular called for a paradigm shift. He said he wanted out with the old and in with the new. Well, I don't know about you people, but a guy on top of the card who gets to do whatever he wants, say whatever he wants, and wrestle whoever he wants, simply because he came from the place of Titans, isn't new. That's old hat. The shot's fired. Brother. Shot's fired already. No, I heard that shot fired. 
has unfortunately turned That's into a dictatorship, and that is why John Moxley is not my champion. Yeah, even and that's already what. Now hold on, people. That's two I minutes in, and I'm already hooked. I right, pause that. Absolutely. I'm still, I'm still, I'm feeling hooked, and I'm engaged. Just like compared to the other guy, EC3, which I'm just like, eh. See, MJF touched on so many other things, whereas EC3 stayed in a one track mind like like mjf went from attacking the audience to insulting or making fun of uh, uh the woman by mm -hmm. breaking off you know what i'm saying to to uh uh, uh doing a lot like like insulting the wwe throwing shots out there the shade thrown like like you know what I'm saying? he's doing a lot in his already versus uh ec3 where you know it's you know. Yeah, I, I, I will not see. I can't even be mad and pretend that John Moxley isn't one of the greatest wrestlers our great sport has ever seen. However, I feel it's high time that we, as a society, have an honest discussion about all the negative side effects that have occurred ever since the Moxley reign has started. Wrestling, it's on the okay. marquee, and yet people, where is it? <laughs> See, he's talking about so many things, not just him being champion. Agreed. Right? That's all MJ. That's all. Excuse me. EC3 was more so talking about is him and why he should be champion versus uh, MJF that has a lot of things to talk about while keeping everything congruent. You know what I'm saying? He he has. Yeah, it, I agree. His, his delivery is way better than EC3. Agreed. Again, Agreed. I like EC3s. I thought it was fine. Like for a heel promo, yeah. but this right here is perfection. When you talk about so many things in your promo Agreed. while keeping everything congruent, yo, don't get so. No I, so I don't think he. It doesn't sound like he copied it. Like I'm listening to him, like okay, it doesn't sound like he, the whole he copied the podium, it. the whole speech thing, election type feel vibe. That's that's where they saying that he yeah. copied it from. Or, as for his speech, I think this should be actually. I think this should be a staple for any heel who can deliver like this. Agreed. I would watch all of them. Yeah. All of agreed. Them. Continue. I would watch. No, but see again, Javelin brings up a good point. It's the fact that everything that he's saying makes sense, and every and he's attacking it on all fronts. Like he's not be like, I want to. I'm. I'm. Uh, campaigning to be champion. No, no, no. He's he's campaigning, but he's also giving you the reasons why he's campaigning. While while EC3 was just like, I've did A B C D, I beat A B C D, so I deserve to be champion. While MJF is going about it, is letting you know why exactly not just not why he deserves to be champion, but why this person sucks. Exactly, John Mox exactly attacking and John Moxley's character because look where you came from. You came from the WWE. You think you can do this and that? Look at you cosplaying as Stone Cold Steve. Oh, oh let me let me play that shit. Let me play that shit. Bunch of great wrestlers having to come out here and perform gymnastics, flip flop and fly, and/or almost die in an attempt to make you, the viewers at home, think they're good at their job. That's just wrong. But I don't blame you, AEW fans. You see, you have been brainwashed into thinking that that is what good professional wrestling is, and that brainwashing starts all the way at the tippy top. 
And, and that uh, is why he's attacking Jonathan, his way of wrestling, mm -hmm. saying that you is supposed care for to lead by example. He is not supposed to let his roster mates come mm -hmm. out here and play wrestle, and he's damn sure not supposed to come out here and cosplay as a specific wrestler, and that's a stone cold fact. <laughs> See that? See now that? That was shade thrown. I am one. That's I'm shade. undefeated. I am the first and last MJF. You know what I'm not, though, ladies and gentlemen? I'm not a media analyst, and yet everybody wants to pretend to be because everybody wants to talk about ratings. I mean, yeah. The veins are coming and up. And that's why we treat Dictator John so well, right? Because of his name value, right? Because where on earth would the numbers lie without Dictator John, right? Yeah, he's getting passionate. Wrong. You know who on average happens to draw better numbers minute for minute than your Dictator John? Yours truly. Oh, oh, you didn't know that, did you? That's because Dictator John doesn't want you to. See, according to Dictator John, I'm not on his level. Why should he have to deal with the likes of me? And to that I say, how dare you? <laughs> AEW is meant to be the land of opportunity, and you've squandered that. And that is why it's See, time I'm for a new guard his energy, bro. You. I'm feeling that charismatic energy right there. Because the old guard's been running the show on this planet for centuries, and look where it's gotten us, people. War, famine, disease. Our earth is dying and so are our morals. And yet here we are and educating with John us running the old guard. Real world and our infrastructure mm. is falling and falling fast. Well, I'm here to tell you people that I can catch this company, throw it on my back, and sprint this brand up the steep terrain to the very top. Because my talent outweighs your tenure, John. Holy I am shit. AEW. I bleed black, white, and gold. I'm the guy Yo, this who's going to be red in this company the for the next 25 The veins, the veins. Yeah, that's that, yeah. You bring up a point, Javelin. Do the math and grab a calculator. And that is why I'm making a promise to you that I will not stop until we go from happily glad-handing each other for being the alternative and transform this brand into the pinnacle of professional wrestling. Not right there, it lets you know what his goal is. He wants to overtake Very WWE. They want to be the number one uh, for, for professional wrestling. You for your world title yeah, I can and see that. My candidacy as the AEW World Champion. I'll see you at All Out, John. We deserve better. I agree with MJF. We do. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, everything Javelin said I mean, is I money. He did not stutter one time. There Facts. was no uh, no pause, moment of no pause. pause. Just perfection. That is how he you throw exactly a promo. What you want to say and, and how you know to deliver who he it. Reminded so me of who? Talk about as it. He was getting louder. Do you know who he sounded like? Who he reminded me of who? Kurt Angle. Damn. When oh. Kurt Angle cut his Damn. promos and when he got loud and aggressive and upset, he sounded like a Kurt Angle. Wow. Pull up pull up one of Kurt Angle's promo. You'll see what I'm saying. I want you to see it. I want you to see the resemblance of what I'm talking about. Like you have to, you know, see where, where see, I'm coming from. And it's from. interesting because everything Javelin is is saying is facts. And that's the reason why I feel like and we talked about it on Wednesday. And that's the reason why this promo is no, so believable. Promo, what are you doing? Sorry, go ahead. Because the his passion and the way he delivers it is fire. Should we play this one? Very intense. Why not? Yeah. Okay, let's watch this one. I don't know which one this one is. 
My name is Kurt Angle. Tonight I face Rob Van Dam. If I beat Rob Van Dam, I'll earn the right to compete for the WWE Championship at Saturday night's main event. But you already knew that. What you probably don't know is, since April 2nd, I consider every day a failure. Because April 2nd, WrestleMania, was the last day I held a championship belt. And every single night, I come home, and my wife kisses me, and my three-year-old girl, my little girl, looks me in the eyes, and she hugs me, and I put this fake smile on my face. But inside, I hate myself, because I am a champion. I am the greatest champion this business has ever seen. And if getting the chance to be a champion again means taking Rod Van Dam, a man I personally have no problem he with, sounds kind of sick and beating on him so badly, mm -hmm. and putting him in such agonizing pain, he prays to God to go back in time so he can choose another line of work, then that's you what that, I'll do. You hear that it's what I have to do. Because failure is not an option. Yeah. Not when your name is Kurt Not that. But that, not, that not that one, not that one. Let me see if there's another one. But you know what, though? Even in this promo, though, you felt that no, passion. That's you, your point. Yeah, oh, yeah. you felt it. You, you felt, felt it. that passion. Compared to the compared to EC3, we're just like, okay. I literally was just like, okay. I would have to up later so you guys like, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the intensity, the passion, the energy, the interaction, it was all there. See, the problem with AEW is that their time limit, they cut... They had to cut his uh, promo because he sure. was going off. He was going smooth, clean and then, off. Let's move on to Ricky. All right, let's go. Ricky let's talk about it. Because, like I said, we we didn't even have one pro. We had two fire ass promos. So Ricky Stark, Ricky Stark is new to AEW. Brand new. He's a brand new cat. I was like, wait a minute. He's gonna be in a match with. It was a match with Darby Allen and John Moxley. And I was just like, damn, this kid is brand new. I didn't. Where did he come from? So, actually? so let, let, let's talk about it. So, Ricky Starks came from NWA. The little it, it's a show on YouTube, and it's a wrestling show. And he's he's a, he's a brand new cat to the game, brand new, yeah, but he's out there, new. right? But they gave him a live mic, and they said, "Go off, kid," and boy, did he! Sometimes that's what you have to do. Agreed. Buddy? Where's Darby? How what happened? Ricky Starks beat the living shit out of him last week and he couldn't show up tonight? You're gonna get bounced around that ring box by the FTW World Champion. By the way, shout out to Taz. So we don't piss some people off, if you know what I mean. Look at this machine. Look at the Deltoids. <laughs> they're, they're like cannonballs. Look at his traps. They're like as high you know, as my counter to Taz would have been basically, yeah, but he tapped biceps. out to it. Actually, no, he threw in the towel for him like last, last uh, main event, last pay-per-view. Like Pistons! Like Pistons, Moxley! And then you have the always smooth, absolute <laughs> Ricky Starks, my man. The floor is yours. See, a live mic. Thank you, Taz. This is why the manager needs to come back. Ricky Starks, no one better. Of course, apologies. I am young, handsome, successful. I'm basically everything your baby mama wishes you were. Now, Shit. 
speaking frankly. That's a reason why I was recruited by Taz, because he saw that I had something different than someone like Mox or somebody like Darby. So when a man who choked out an Olympic gold medalist tells me to go get him, well, guess what, baby? I got him. And that is no different than what's going to happen tonight. Darby, everybody loves you because you have an enigma. He's different, Cage. Ooh, he's different. He's mysterious. They can't That's figure it out. Well, guess what I have? And you know what I figured out? You dress like Pigpen and you wrestle like a crash test dummy. And honestly, there's a huge stark contrast between you and me. And that's why you can try to go against the machine, Brian Cage, and you can try to go against Ricky Starks. But when you try hard, you die hard. And I'm digging two graves tonight. Mm. Mm. That's how you cut a promo. That's how you beginners need to cut promos. It's a shame when a 21-year-old kid can sit there and throw down the mic on a bunch of these other guys who can't cut a promo to save their lives. Wow. He sold, and it's funny because he sold, he sold me and Jay with that one promo. That That's how you make a goddamn He's, he's into his character. You can see it. He's into his character. Like, there's just certain superstars that just, oh my God, they just give it off. Like, I, you you know? Also, you know, I'm glad that, Taz, like I said, the managers are coming back. Taz, actually, I like how he just brought him in and just, like, handed the kid the mic. That's why I think managers are important to, like, during this time that they're bringing him back. It brings a new, it brings an old dynamic back to bring, and also introduce, help introduce these new cats, at least give them that extra boost. Agreed. And then this and, extra and, boost and, and, definitely just gets. I have respect for the kid because of also what happened to him. Oh, yeah. And by the end of the night. That's right. Any wrestling superstar that has taken thumbtacks anywhere in their body has gained respects from me because True. I would never be able to do that. True. Yo, that when I thought I didn't know thumbtacks. I was like, wait a minute, is he bleeding? It was but it was done in the most jacked up it was, way. It's it was not a like very nasty ass way. It's not that he it you know, was, stepped Yeah, up. I remember dude jumped skateboard. Darby just jumped off the rope Skate. with his skateboard, landed on his back, and you're like, damn. That gotta hurt. That shit was nasty. The impact on the the impact from the board and Darby then landing on the then falling back on the mat. Mm-hmm. Ah, just oh. that shit. you guys should see you guys should see the video that he had posted after that had happened. He put, at least it wasn't my face. <laughs> oh, let me see. That's right. It's too pretty. At least it wasn't my face. That's right. It's too pretty. <laughs> oh, stage, a at least I'm not a back model. You know, my career be over. I give him. That's what dude has my respect. Yeah. Took, took the thumbtacks, and then afterwards he's like, at least it wasn't my face. Kept the smile going. I mean, I respect, I, dude. I, again. Yeah, his back that was, had shit to was hurt. nasty. That's real. Shit was nasty. That's but, real. And see, that's what that's why AEW to me is so fucking badass, and why watching Wednesdays has rejuvenated my love for professional wrestling because it's the real ass shit of giving somebody a fucking live mic and letting them go off. Like that's that shit that like that's how you create superstars. That's how you cre- like that's, that's why we had Stone Cold. That's exactly. Why we had the like exactly. It's, you know, you you turn on Monday Night Raw, you turn on SmackDown, and and you just see them in the ring talking, 
but they're it's so fucking formulaic. Right. And here's the thing though, you don't even necessarily have to cut a promo as well, in the sense of look at how Roman Reigns was the guy who I liked back then because he was the quiet killer mm-hmm. when he was with the shield. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to talk. Mm-hmm. But when he started opening up his mouth, I was like, okay, he's trash. And he hasn't gotten any better. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's neither here nor there. But, I know. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying? I feel you. You have yeah. to find your character. I feel you. And and I think that's the reason why AEW lets people find their character. They're, they're learning to ease into their own characters. And I feel like with WWE, you're always put in a box. You're always put in like this shell of what you're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why it's it's crazy. It's crazy, but it, it was a damn good dynamite. We also saw uh, Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder, uh, join AEW, which motherfucker looked jacked. Yeah, that's a, yeah I didn't recognize him. I, was like, I didn't recognize him Zach at all. Ryder? That motherfucker looks like, jacked. So what's he, what's, his, what's he going by nowadays? Matt, Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. I was just like, what, at first when I'm not even gonna lie to you, I didn't even recognize him that much. Like, I'm like I was you. like, is that Zach Ryder? As, That's as, what like, I'm saying. I was like, wait a minute, is that? I was like, because he's too big. Well, what Taz said, it's the long. It was a Taz. It was Taz or one of the other. Announcers. He said it was a Long Island, uh, Long Island uh, iced tea or something like that. And I'm just like, wait a minute, that that sounds like Zach Ryder. And I'm looking at a dude like that looks like Zach Ryder. And then yeah. Yeah, I was like, no, it's not Zach Ryder. I was like, okay, never mind. I had then to resend my statement because I was like, yeah, that is yeah. it. Dude looks fucking I don't forget a smile. And I thought, damn, the dude, he hit the gym. That's like, I don't know what he did to hit the gym, but I need to get on that protein shake, whatever he's drinking. Shit. Shit. But next week we have MJF again with another live mic. And then we also have uh, Chris Jarek and Orange Cassidy debate with a mystery guest moderator, Yo. which rumors are pointing to Eric Bischoff being the moderator. I, you know what? I would I would lose it if Eric Bischoff is on there. And this is going to be very interesting to watch. It's like, they're just going to have a plain debate. I mean, what is Orange Cassidy going to even say? He ain't going to say, say shit. He's, gonna, he's, he's just going to hold the mic. He's just going to be like, <laughs> hold the mic like to my face. It's like, oh, yeah. Just drop the mic right there. Put his thumb up and everyone's just going to cheer him basically during that debate. <laughs> I actually can't wait for like, that shit. That shit would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I would crack. And then we have this huge ten man tag team match, the Elite and FTR versus Dark Order, and that shit is gonna be a fucking brawl. So is this that? Is this for that? Uh, uh was it there? Because I know they said they were gonna do something where involves celebrating tag teams, like a, a no. Tag he team FTR team. is doing something in terms of that, but I don't know exactly what the fuck they're doing in terms of celebrating tag teams. Yeah. All, all I know is but that that shit ten, going down. This ten man tag team match, I'm like, it is gonna be. It's gonna be lit. I'm guaranteed Facts. it's gonna it's gonna be trending and it's gonna wow everyone. I'm probably putting too much expe- a high expectation on it, but come on. AEW, have they failed us when it comes to these Hell nah, intense, they when it comes to tag team matches? Hell no, nah, they haven't. No matter who's right. Your mic is off, man. I'm I'm not gonna say AEW's been perfect or whatever. Because there have been some matches that are just like, okay, you know, but, you know, have they failed us? Not, nah. not entirely. No. 
Yeah, there have been I, some eh, matches, but not fatal yeah. to the magnitude of WWE. Big, sir. big fact. Speaking of WWE, didn't Kyrie Sane leave this week? Yes, yeah, she also did leave. Yes, yeah, she she's officially gone from the WWE. Yeah, what's so she gonna that, do? That, actually, after well, rumors have it that apparently there was an interview with Kenny Omega, and he actually wants Kyrie Zane to go to AEW. But I don't know about that. I, I, it's a rumor. But we nah, don't, we don't I don't know. want that. We don't I, again, that. I don't want all these wrestlers from WWE to go to. Neither do I. Neither do I. We we got to focus sorry. on what the, uh, the she shit can we go got now. to the Japanese uh, pro wrestling. I know they'll they'll like it over there. The Japanese pro wrestling. I mean, they treat. I mean. Yeah, definitely she could go there. What's I mean, the reason for leaving, though? Uh, from what I understand, she was missing Japan a lot, and she wanted to be back with her family and friends, and I think it was her husband who was back there, too, so I think she wants to go ahead and go back. Oh, that's fine. Stuff like that. And I think, I think especially since the whole pandemic scenario situation, I think she, she wants to go back and, and, and be with her family. And, you know, you can't fault that. No, we can't. Um, but you know what? Also, quick shout out to uh, Bree and Daniel Bryan. Uh, they just had a baby boy. Uh, congratulations to the both of them. Uh, we have a new uh, little boy joining Birdie, and uh, we don't know the name yet. Uh, but shout out to them and and them having another kid in the family. That's, that's, good that's on huge them. blessings. Amazing. That's good for Daniel, bro. Amazing shit. Yeah, good shit for them. Uh, but before Damn. we. Move- I know, right? Everybody had babies. Everybody had babies. All right. But before we move on to our next segment, uh, y'all already know, um, I want to tell y'all something. And y'all already know the guru, the comic book guru that he is, Spike. And every time we have a question about comics, we go to Spike because that, that's that man. But my man has been talking about uh, things from another world. And they are, of course, the friends of the pod. But they're these they're badass people. And I say that because they are able to mail the comics to you and they have a variety of variant covers and different things like that. They also sell collectibles and merch and, uh, you know, just different type of things. And they really, really good people. And, and they're pretty badass. So check them out at things from another world dot com and sign up today. All right. Now, let's get into the sauce presented by Anime Sauce. All right. Oh, I was going to say, make sure to get get, to get catch up. This is a perfect time for all of you to catch up on your com- comics since we're all in quarantine right Big now. Facts. I mean, we're, Big facts. Move on to the next subject. Now. Big facts. All right. So today, Demon Slayer's new trailer dropped, and the internet went fucking crazy. Uh, y'all, people have been waiting for this because it is in continuation. It's kind of like the second arc or second season. But it's a it's a it's huge the train, right? Yeah, the it's train? a huge uh, arc with the train, and uh, uh, it, it was pretty big because Lisa, Lisa's, uh, which is uh, and I, y'all know me, I love, I fucking love Lisa, but she debuted a new song too, and she was pretty bad. Tr- 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 song's pretty fire. Uh, all right, let me see because I didn't get to see this yet. I didn't. I mean, I didn't get to see this yet. So let me see it. So for those of you who are still, because uh, Demon Slayer was a while ago, but if y'all remember correctly, uh, my boy just—they were all going to the go to the train because they're heading to find out what hell what the hell was going on because apparently there was a dude, a demon going on the trains and just doing some crazy ass shit, and apparently this demon in a way makes you dream like you're 
deepest desires and it's really fucking crazy but the animation sound is looking dope but just pay attention to the music though oh lisa went in Oh, God damn it. This is why I hate Twitter videos. Because they always fuck up. Oh, look. Media cannot be played. Anyways. Oh, but... uh, definitely it's good, though. Oh, yeah. I definitely. Uh, definitely. The action, I think I got hyped by watching that little tidbit of a fight scene. And I'm just like, all right. I'm already hyped. I, I mean, I still haven't watched a... What was it? The Goblin Slayer? Yeah, Goblin, Goblin Slayer, Slayer movie is out. Yeah, today. it's on on Crunchyroll as well. Yeah, I still gotta watch that. I was hoping we could have reviewed it, but I totally forgot to watch it. Again, folks, I've been very... And like Ace and I, we've really been working hard on some new material, so... Coming soon. Keep your eyes peeled. Coming soon, Dennis. Coming, coming soon. soon. But yeah, Demon Slayer, uh, Mugen Train is coming. It's gonna come out in 2021. Uh, I think it's slated for October 2021. I'm not pretty sure i know it's a fall anime series um but yes it is october 16th 2021 uh the movie will be out and uh which will be appearing in japan uh but again hopefully we'll get the uh release date here i don't know if if we're out of quarantine and they have a fucking vaccine maybe they'll start opening up uh the situation but i wouldn't hold your breath because this shit's getting kind of crazy, but hopefully by that time we are back out and stuff's pretty good. Uh, but other than that, I want to go back out, Styles. I, I want to go too, back fam. out. Me too. Me too, fam. Me too. But not only that, apparently Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell game is set to get an anime adaptation, and uh, reported by Variety, uh, the trade magazine reported on Thursday that Netflix and Ubisoft or Ubisoft, has teamed up to produce an anime series based on Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell video game franchise, and uh, apparently it will be produced and shown on Netflix. I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, okay, first of all, this is a, I mean, we don't, I don't know, I'm a little indecisive about this too, honestly, because this is go right, this is go wrong, because Tom Clancy, uh, Sam Fisher, is a very... I guess back in the day, he's a lot more iconic. Um, but this, I'm holding my breath, actually. I want to see what they got. By, by the time I see the trailer, I'll know if I'll be invested or not. Um, that's basically it. I'll, I'll know. And this is what I was talking about. Netflix is dipping more into anime because they know. They need it. They, 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 they need that. They need that that anime they need those nerds i mean just recently they they just did the the second season of umbrella okay it's not anime but i mean they're getting all this comp these comics and trying to get more people might get more anime people on thing. their side so they can start pumping it out i don't want it i was just about to say that i don't want it either reason being is because certain name brands doesn't need it not all big. I, I like to see the animes that no one knows about that becomes big. Mm-hmm. Something that doesn't already have that name brand recognition mm-hmm. by the masses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So something like, yeah, okay, I get it. Uh, Tower of God and the God of High School, they already had a huge fan base 
on webtoons, but it's independent creators. Yeah. Right? It's not a whole actual studio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what makes it different. But, you know, if I'm sure the fans of Tom Clancy are happy about that. That's fine. I mean, I'm not bashing it, but I'll, I'll probably well, skip it. It's a video game going into anime. I think that's I think what that I think that's what's like the issue a little bit of the issue here. Well, actually. see, my thing is okay. But I... go ahead. Let's remember Ca- Castlevania. Let's remember Castlevania. How it's not. It's about. It's like what we are. I think I'm on season. I think it's like on season three right now. Then they're gonna make a season four, and that's a video game going towards a- anime actually as well. So since that's been a success, I I assume they're doing the same thing with this Tom with Splinter Cell actually. So. Um, that's why I'm like I'm holding my breath. That's why I'm like, let me see the trailer to determine if I'm going to be invested or not. Go ahead, Styles. My thing is okay. My thing when it comes to game adaptations is the problem with it is, um, okay. I don't know if Javelin has seen it, but after I finished Persona Five Royale, um, I was I watched the anime. And I saw three episodes of it, and I hated it. The one on Crunchyroll, right? Yes, and the reason why is because yeah. it's not even it's not even the animation. I, I, like I can, I can rant about the animation, but my thing is is just the fact that you don't get the same feelings. You don't while watching the anime, even I, though it's I'm still saying. the characters, it's great and all, but. You don't get like the nuances and they skip a lot of things, so you don't get yep. that same feeling. Yep. Yep. So my I, issue I, I with video like, games wow. is I don't I don't think video games are the genre that needs to be ad- adapted into anime. However I though, agree. however you though you can have anime scenes inside the game. Agreed. But to turn the game into an anime is like uh because I agree. I went back and started watching the actual anime itself, yeah. and they did not exactly follow the game the way the story was per se and I was just like, uh, I was like uh, you know what I'm saying I was like it just doesn't feel like it you know what I'm saying so for example would you want to see um, Java and I have played this game You would, would you want to see Tales of Vesperia as an anime, I mean, regardless if they have the movie already. No, the, Tales of Vesperia um, did get an anime adaptation by you from yeah, Table. It a, it, yeah, it was a movie. It was just a small movie, though. We're talking about a full-blown, full-blown season, live, a full-blown no. season, like, take story from the game, basically. You know why? Just like they did from you know Castlevania. Because I went back and watched Tales of the Abyss. Oh, the shit. anime, after playing the game. The anime okay, was okay. Watch. I'm not going to lie, the anime was okay. But it ain't the game. Tales of Vesperia, just like the movie that we watched, it wasn't, it wasn't amazing. It was okay. Yeah, it can't touch the game. And everything yeah. that it, the game encompasses, like you know, it just doesn't work a hundred percent. Like some will be okay, but for the most part, because they can't for some reason, it's like they just can't give you the same content that the game can. Like, they'll miss or skip a lot of things where you're like, oh, this is not how it was. Or they'll overlook it completely. Yeah. 
My sure. thing is okay. My th- and I it, and I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself because last podcast I said that that Nintendo needs to be. We were talking about Samus and we were talking about other characters. I will say this: I champion Zelda being animated because I feel like Zelda isn't that hard in terms of like capturing the lore, the storylines, and everything there because. There's not everything else revolves around the background characters. A game like Persona, where you have to choose and you do certain things and you interact with certain people, that's different in terms of like Zelda, where you can legitimately do an anime of Zelda of Link and just have him be one of those mute characters and have the character, have the background characters be the ones who are talking. And I think in that aspect it works, but for games like Persona Five, where you're actually building a relationship, you as a player and you as a, as as a person that and you as an NPC. That's way different than telling the story of a Legend of Zelda series, in my opinion. But no, no, you're you're fine. Wait, didn't they do a Zelda uh, Legend of Zelda series like back in the '80s? Now I think about it. Yeah, they did. Pretty sure they did. Yeah, they did. Well. This well, you want this one to be an anime form, which I, I get it. I thought, I think, if I recall, rumor is an anime was being worked on, but it kind of just dropped off, just dropped like it just disappeared into the abyss. Yeah, like the rest of the rumors, mm-hmm. like like four, five, three years ago. I mean, I would love to see an, an- anime anime of the Legend of Zelda based on pro- most likely the Breath of the Wild since it's such a huge success. But. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind even doing Ocarina of Time or uh, Majora's Mask. That those oh. two are fucking badass. Yeah, I love that. But yeah, anyway. Splite. Yeah. All right, let's move to the next topic. Uh, so oh, next oh, before we get before we move on to the next next segment, you guys are ready. You know, here on the weekly replay, um, we do promote our, our arcade games and any type of video, video gaming, you know, if you love your retro gaming. So we're partnered up with Neo, not partnered up, sorry. Friends of the pod, Neo, Neo Geo Arcade is offering a discount, discount for new customers. The code is capital F, number eight, off, all in caps. So basically type that in there and get yourself some ba- badass games for a badass discount. Hey, shout out to Neo no. Geo, friend of the pods. Neo Geo, shout out. Uh, next, we have Zack Snyder releases the Snyder Cut Superman scene to wind up fans. That was the black suit Superman, I assume. Yes, and everybody like on the fucking internet, internet went fucking crazy. Let me tell y'all something. The fact that you motherfuckers marked out for a black Superman, this how I know. This how I know DC fans are just... Mm, you know what? I mm, Just... Time out. Just what? Just what? What do you got to say? Nothing. Just what? Just, just nothing. Anyways. So just in what? the spotlight no, 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 at Zach. No, 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 what? Just what? Anyways. Anyways. Uh, basically, at, at San Diego Comic-Con uh, virtual, uh, there was a uh, panel at Justicon, and it was a fan-organized event run in Parallel Universe of San Diego Comic-Con, and Zach's not there. And basically, they showed a clip of a nice slow walk of Superman in a black suit. Let me go ahead and show it's. I mean, it's not even that like it, it legitimately isn't even that big, but people on the internet freak the fuck out. So you see Alfred, he's working on, 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 a, on a looks like a car, and we just see Superman walk up with a very glossy black suit. Hey, 
And that was it. Henry Cavell owns that role, man. I mean, he. I mean, yeah, he just owns that role. We just can't see anyone else being Superman at the moment, and he just looks great in it. And plus, uh, fans are having that because we always wanted to see Black Superman on, like, a live-action black suit Superman actually on screen. And when we didn't get it in the previous Justice League, because when Superman comes back to life, he's supposed to have that black suit. If you re- if you see the comics and see some of the, like, the anime series, that black he has longer hair, actually. He has longer hair, no cape, and just a plain black suit. I, one thing I was just, I, I could complain about was that he didn't he could have done without the cape and stuck to the the I think that it was like it was back in 1993 when the book came out um, or 94. I didn't even look through my archives of collection basically, but the black suit Superman is there and he has his long long hair and basically looking like really badass. But we all wilded out at this actually. Even I was just like, this is gonna be badass. My thing is, I'm so tired of this goddamn Snyder Cut because it's not even a goddamn movie. It's it's just goddamn concept arts. But apparently, he said, he made a point to say that none of the reshoot footage would be used in the HBO Max edition. He says, there will be no chance on earth that I would use a shot that was made after I left. The movie, Snyder said, I would rather destroy the movie, I would set it on fire, than use a single frame that I did not photograph. That is a fucking hard fact. It's his work. He can do whatever he wants with it, bro. I mean, I get it. I, I mean, uh, that's his work. He's as an artist. If usually like, well, I'll destroy. I'll destroy it if I met, if it looks like crap. I'll destroy it if it's not mine. I'll. I mean, I'll destroy it. I know. I, I just craft sucks. Like I said, I can't wait till the Snyder Cut actually gets released to see exactly what the fuck he was doing. Because in my honest opinion, curious, even with I'm the curious, Snyder now. Cut, I don't even think you could save that fucking movie. It's not going to. It would never. As a DC fan, I'm like, no, nah, it's not going to save that movie because I will always say this: DC, the the Warner Brothers or DC, at the time, they were trying to rush to catch up to Marvel when all they had to do was, was play take the their long own game. steady pace. Yeah, play the long game. Marvel played ten the ten year long game. They played a ten year long game. So all that's all DC had to do, and they would have been very fruitful very prosperous and they could have done what marvel was a has been afraid to do go that dark go that dark more rated r route actually Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but doing it a more yeah they had the opportunity i mean can they come back from this yeah but you gotta take baby steps now yeah not anyway it's all baby steps but anyway, we'll yeah. we'll see when the Zack Snyder comes out and we'll we'll review it. But last on the docket, um, we talked about it last week where Microsoft basically failed in terms of their showcase, and now they basically have changed their branding in terms of the Xbox Game Pass by removing the word Xbox from the social logos and even everything else, and now we're just calling it Game Pass. Um, and I think that's huge fucking news because the reason why that's huge is because I said this last podcast and I think this showcase legitimately put the nail in the coffin for the Xbox series X and for the continuation of them being a console. 
I think Microsoft is going to go the developer route, and I think this points to them focusing on Game Pass and focusing them as being like a la EA or a Sega company and just being a publishing company and not a console-making company. And I think that's the best route to go with Microsoft. Agreed. Let's call, let's call it a B. That, it wasn't even a fight when it came to this co- this uh, recent console. I don't even call it a war. I'm just it's, it's, it a there's battle. no longer a war. The war is over. The, yeah, there, there's no a, more console. There's a, there was just a fight for survival, and they just basically lost to... They lost to PlayStation and they lost to Nintendo. That's just basically yeah. It. And, and and again and I, and I'm not gonna lie, like you know, Microsoft to me, I I will always be fond of Microsoft. You know what I'm saying? I I when I had an Xbox 360 and all that shit, like I loved it. I, you know what I'm saying? I loved it. But the problem is, is the fact that there's just no reason for me to get an Xbox. It's coming out to December. There's no games that there's a must have to play. Halo's going to be on Game Pass and also on Steam. So w- w- there's no reason for me to buy an Xbox system. Yep. Like I like I said, I think I've said this many times, your best bet is to just get a PC game, gaming tower, a custom-made one of your own, and call it a day. Because that's base, all the ga- majority of the games that are on the Xbox console. You can, buy, you can purchase them on for your de- for, through Steam or Origins. Sorry, is it Origins? Yeah, Origins. You can just play them on your PC, basically. So mm-hmm. that's basically it. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate, but I but, think they're going the smart route. The yeah, smart route's really a good idea. And I think that is the smartest route to go. I think I think it's time for Xbox to say, "Hey, you know what? We don't we we don't have we can't compete in terms of the console, but we can still make money in the gaming industry and honestly use Game Pass and port it." to the playstation and port it to this to the switch and now you're on both consoles and now there's a reason for people to download this app if you can if if there was a way to port game pass on the sony on the switch microsoft even though they lost the console wars they won the long game and i think that's the best route for microsoft going forward Agreed. That is agreed. I mean, it sucks. It, I'm honestly, honestly, it does suck. It's like, damn, you guys used to be su- used to be here, and now you're now you're here. Yeah. And this, and it does, and because they lost what they lost the IP, their own IP, their own IP. They, they lost their IP. All, all they, you know, it's just it's it's ever since the and, and it, it you know it was the writing was in the sand, right? We've we we've always seen, it, and we said this from the very beginning back in March. These E3 and going forward this holiday season, we would know, we would know there would be one winner and one loser. And that loser, dare I say it, was Microsoft. And the winner was Sony. When Sony came out guns blazing and said, we ain't giving up and we, we're we trying to lead the future. They said, we got A, B, C, D. Boom. This is why you should buy a console. And when Xbox came out and they said, here's the box. This is what we got so far. Enjoy. That's when I knew. Your ass is fucked. <laughs> there was no other way you can come back. No way. No way in hell. So this is an end of an era. It is, it is, you know, it is a sad type, but 
it is what it is and that's it that, that's all i gotta say about that it is what it is it is what it is you can follow me at at, at styles ace at eight styles uh at instagram facebook twitter and uh tiktok still alive i don't know tiktok was supposed to be banned by trump we don't know uh you can follow Anime Sauce at Sauce Anime. <laughs> it was supposed to. I don't even know if it did or not. At Sauce Anime on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on, uh, did I say Facebook? Yeah, on Facebook. You can follow Weekly Replay on all of our social media platforms. Uh, you can follow me. You can follow Splite TV on all my social media platforms. I even recently made a Tumblr, actually, now that I think about it. No, I mean, wait, come back Just for Tumblr, kicks. Man. All right, then. I just, I know, I just made it just because I wanted to spread, I wanted to spread my wings a little more. Plus, I wanted to play with Tumblr a bit. But um, yeah, you can find me on now Tumblr. I'm still on Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. But I might. I'm, I'm considering. Tumblr died after they removed porn. Yeah, I'm considering leaving Twitter. It's becoming kind of toxic. Way too toxic, actually. Follow Javelin. At real javelin on Insta. Grammy. And that's it. Splike, take us out. Thanks for tuning in, guys, once again. Remember to use those codes to get your get your discounts for all your good nerd swag. That way you can be the envy of all your people. And then when they're envy, you can just rub it in their face even more, actually, and boast. Gloat, gloat, gloat. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay classy, stay nerdy. Until next time, peace.